Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today I'm speaking with Carol Garner Houston. We're going to be talking about how to be a rock star mom that heals brain disorders with sound. Carol Garner Houston is the co founder and chief medical officer of Brain Harmony, specializing in treating neurological disorders without pharmaceuticals. In their groundbreaking telemedicine program, Brain Harmony applies the principles of neuroplasticity. I'm really excited for you all to listen to my my podcast today with Carol. She is such a wonderful model on how she's helping so many people heal their brains, and I hope you learn a lot. So enjoy the podcast. Welcome, Carol. I'm really looking forward to having you on the podcast today. Me as well. Thank you for having me. Well, Kara, we'll just dive in. We were connected through a mutual friend, and um, my friend was sharing the results that he was seeing with his son with your company, Brain Harmony, and the work that you really do, you know, specializing in neurological disorders and this whole field of neuroplasticity and how to really coach and teach, you know, families and, um, and really to recover, um, brain health. And so it's a really exciting area of research. And I know that we're learning more and more when I was in medical school and, you know, these ideas about neuroplasticity were so in their infancy. And so it's just exciting to just see where we're going and where we've got come. And I'm really excited to have this conversation. Wonderful. Yes, neuroplasticity is the basis of all of our therapies, um, and the idea is definitely evolving, um, but essentially it is that the brain will change based upon the type of input that it's given. So we ha- we give the brain the most organizing and most powerful input that we know of in the world. And we can make amazing changes um, to the brain and the central nervous system, which are at the root cause of so many of our neurological disorders, um, many of the diagnoses such as trauma, depression, anxiety, um, but those can also be connected with all kinds of other diagnoses that we help, um, definitely with children, um, learning disabilities, attention, regulation. Um, We deal a lot with adults with post-traumatic stress, Mm -hmm. and uh, because of the neuroplasticity of the brain, um, the brain knows no age and no diagnoses. So yes, we started with children, but now our oldest client is 98 years old, um, recovering from a stroke, and we are just moving forward and building skills and opportunities um, every day. I love it. Love it. And how did you get into this work, Carol? Really, how did you um, get launched into this world of neuroplasticity? Well, I'm an occupational therapist by trade, and I've been one for 23 years. Um, I worked in the conventional medical model, um, making changes to the brain through exercise um, and manual therapies. Um, Yes, it was wonderful and amazing, um, but it did take a very long time. And essentially in rehabilitation, once you, um, you know, reach maximum medical improvement, maybe after several weeks following an insult, essentially, you know, you're dealt with compensatory strategies and and you just have to deal with it. Um, And there's not much more growth or much more recovery after that. But it wasn't until um, both of my children um, were hospitalized. Um, with the onset of some autoimmune-based disorders 
that really threw us into the conventional medical model. And uh, we experienced a significant amount of trauma, Mm -hmm. um, as you know, with um, just the onset of chronic illnesses, um, especially for your children. And um, we went into that very dark space um, and we tried to manage it for years with what we were originally given. Um, But then you just knew there had to be another way. There had to be different perspectives and different ways that we could look at supporting the system and healing as a whole. Um, While trying to manage through that, you also have to work and you have to um, educate your children And it was essentially when I was trying to figure out how do I educate, you know, how do I bring my two-year-old boy um, who's an insulin-dependent type 1 diabetic, um, you just can't drop him off at school. Mm -hmm. That isn't something that you can really do. So how do I get him an education but still support his metabolic needs? So I offered to volunteer at the little Montessori school where he was going to attend. And that way I could support the other children with my OT background and I could support him and the teachers with anything that they may need for his um, blood sugar levels. And what I found was, is that there were so many children in this beautiful school with various ranges of neurological disorganization um, that was not allowing them to grow sequentially or as expected. And then, of course, with the onset of all kinds of different developmental delays that are unique to this generation, the impact was was, um, intense. So in a school classroom, I could see multiple children. Um, Maybe there were several high energy children who could not stop moving, even if you tried to convince them or let them run on the playground. Their regulation level was just just astronomical. Um, Then you would have another child to one side um, who couldn't read. They couldn't get their eyes to stay on the page. They couldn't phonetically decode. Um, We had another child who couldn't write. Um, So as I'm looking around of all of this, these uh, levels of suffering, as I myself was managing, right, the chronic conditions of our family and our children with my husband, um, essentially what came from that was I was going to find the most powerful tools in the world to make the most positive change for my family um, and for the community surrounding us. And now from that, um, it has just grown significantly. So we, um, I took some courses. I was offered a, a, cor- a continuing education course to keep my OT certification up. So I, I read about integrated listening systems and I said, why not? And it was at that um, beginning training that I knew I needed to have um, I needed to use all the tools that they had. I couldn't wait to embrace it. I put the headphones on my first client and within our 60 minute session, he was a different child from the beginning of the session to the end of the session. And when I took the headphones off, I'm looking at the other therapist and as this uh, child turns around, looks me in the eyes and waves goodbye to me. We're all looking at each other going, did you see that change? Did you see he was much more calm? Did you see how, did you see the eye contact? I mean, we were just, just buzzing with, Hey, I felt like I saw something move. So of course the next, you know, the next child, here you go, headphones for you. And that's how it went. And the, the changes that could happen. And we actually have um, some fantastic um, case studies, (laughs) but one is like the shortest case study ever. It's a four minute 
case study. We <laughs> took a writing sample of a precious child um, who has uh, originally referred to us for handwriting, but of course has some visual perceptual issues, some regulatory issues and attention um, directly linked to poor ocular motor control. So this precious little thing, um, he I have him write a sentence and he's just sitting there with himself and a piece of paper and a pencil. And then we put the focus system on his head and within four minutes of the sound frequencies and the bone conduction um, that is delivered to the brain and the central nervous system, his legibility improved to where you could read it, um, as well as with some um, a capitalization and a period, which before it was mainly, you know, very uh, scratchy and crisscrossy, and it was very um, not legible. And so with a short little four-minute case study, it's just so powerful um, what kind of organization you can bring to the central nervous system and then what skills are allowed to be expressed um, that seem effortless at that point. Right. Um, so uh, integrated listening systems uh, taught me about neuroplasticity, specifically Dr. Ron Minson and his wife, Kate. Um, they have been instrumental and so joyful um, in embracing um, clinicians and teaching them all about their studies and the use of sound frequencies to impact the brain in a very specific manner um, to obtain very, very specific outcomes, um, all while speaking to the autonomic nervous system um, specifically the parasympathetic nervous system um, that you can reach with different kinds of sound waves and different kinds of input. From there, that's where that I originally um, began um, uh, using this tool to the maximum that I knew with every single person that I saw. Um, and then uh, Dr. Stephen Porches, who is the creator of the polyvagal theory, and has created a uh, protocol, a five-day safe and sound listening protocol. Um, he joined integrated listening systems, and then they taught me how to um, look at evolution of the human system, how it's connected with the social engagement, how um, all of these are wrapped within and are connected to um, the parasympathetic in um, the human system, how to, how to um, really start there at the base by calming the autonomic nervous system with the use of the vagus nerve and sound frequencies. So now we gained an even deeper um, level of neuroplasticity with this additional um, tool. And with those two tools, I really was um, beginning to change drastically the trajectory of development um, from children to adults. And um, with that also, that, that same uh, mindset, I was, I'm always looking to bring in new modalities that may be of assistance to anyone with chronic illness, uh, anyone like myself who, and my husband who are managing um, such overwhelming circumstances. So then um, we looked into other neuroplastic tools, um, such as the AlphaStim, and that is approved by the FDA and uh, produces alpha waves in the brain with these little ear clips, um, so instrumental in <laughs> providing that essential comfort, um, that essential, you know, situational distress 
that you can't, that you're just unable to talk yourself out of. There's, you're unable to will yourself through. Um, a tool, tools like these, we reset the autonomic nervous system and we can build further skills on top of them. Mm-hmm. What a journey you've been on. And, you know, it just seems like you've been led to these amazing people at the right time. And, you know, just amazing that you were able to have you know, not only through your son's personal journey, but able to see how you could help, you know, the other children. I I just love um, how you really, you know, have the silver lining, right? In this, you know, I'm sure very difficult, you know, circumstance. And so, so you, you touch on so much information that is so exciting to, um, for me to learn about and, you know, the things that we um, at Sophia, you know, we are familiar with Dr. Porges's work and we have, you know, the safe and sound protocol and we're still in the infancy of implementing it. So let's talk about, there's a couple topics that I just really want to set the stage so people can understand. And so, you know, there's this increase in neurodevelopmental disorders in children. And then we have this whole host of neurological conditions and, you know, adults. And, you know, there's lots of ways to look at, you know, what's going on, you know, with the brain and with the body. But this, um, you mentioned a few t- I, uh, times there's this disorganized energy, right? And so these modalities yeah. are helping to create order and coherence and organization so the brain can communicate more effectively. And so can you tell us a little bit about what you mean, you know, by this kind of disorganized energy and then how, you know, these modalities, so sound and, you know, um, also looking at these neurofeedback techniques, how they create, you know, what are, what are they actually doing to the brain? So, yes, anytime I go to um, intervene in the rehabilitation of a human system, regardless of age or diagnosis, the first place that we always go is to comfort the human system mm-hmm. and provide safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so we feed the neurological system acoustic stimulation, um, specifically that can calm the heart rate, breathing, and sensory systems. Um, the safe and sound protocol is um, so beautiful in its delivery um, and in how it is received. And then, of course, to watch the outcomes as it grows and is expressed in each individual differently. So I'll start with the safe and sound protocol. Um, Essentially, um, it is a five-day listening protocol, and you listen for one hour a day, five days in a row. Um, And when the individual is listening to the music, it has music with words in it on purpose. Um, That's to help train the inner ear um, to process human speech better, um, and as well as allows for um, the prosodic features in the music to pass through um, the tampanic membrane and reach the vagus nerve. And with the vagus nerve, it's like a reset calming type of um, intervention that can really, it first calms, um, and it's a, a calming from a neuroception um, perspective. And it's allows for the vagus nerve has a very multiple different connections throughout the body. Um, that's what's so beautiful about it and how it is so interconnected with not only, you know, vagus uh, regulation that we understand as, you know, your heart rate um, and your breathing. 
It also goes to um, the organs for elimination as well, as well as connecting to the muscles of the face for facial expressions, as well as um, the inner ear um, for the vestibular and cochlear apparatus. So the vagus is like this wonderful connection that allows for the individual to respond to danger um, with a fight or flight response, but then can also um, be suppressed, which will allow for a different part of the vagus to allow for the social portal of human engagement to be expressed. Um, And this is done um, with sound frequencies and exercising the muscles of the inner ear in a very specific way to allow for that prosodic features that anatomically we are built up to built to receive and be soothed by them. But for whatever reason, either for some friends that's just never been activated or, or it's never really been awakened yet or that connection is not there or they've had developmental trauma or they've had um, trauma in general that may have um, interrupted that very good connection so, and that very good regulation. So we go in first with all that we do, and we provide that comfort and safety with the use of that safe and sound uh, protocol. So it's fascinating science. Um, Dr. Porges has, you know, fantastic books, and it's it's a beautiful read. Um, I'm I'm right now working through the pocket guide to the polyvagal theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one doesn't fit in my pocket. It's it's more it'll fit into my briefcase. So it's it's very dense, but it is a very fascinating understanding of evolution, um, the polyvagal theory, and how we can uh, reach trauma and depression and anxiety outside of the pharmaceutical and outside of uh, the cognitive therapy where essentially you know, you're trying to work through the event itself. Um, instead, um, Dr. Portis has taught us through the use of this tool is that we are instead uh, treating the, the physiological response of um, the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's what's so beautiful is the gift that you're giving to any one of our, our friends is is uh, the neuroception of safety. Um, once that happens, um, it also is also a very activating protocol because when you're calm, then allows uh, it allows for the brain and the central nervous system to reach out to others um, and to communicate and to have those social bonds and connections. As as mammals, we are intended to be social creatures to survive. So communication and 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 depending upon each other, physical touch, um, all of these things are we are anatomically built to be that way. And so many of us are struggling with um, just incongruencies in that area. Or for some, their sensory processing is just so dysregulated that it you know it, every day is 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 like trauma to them because their social, their uh, sensory systems are so um, dysregulated. And uh, so once we calm the system, it allows for this activation of the social portal of the human system. And that is when we get um, the responses from uh, the caregivers that, my goodness, I saw that my child was not just giving you eye contact, because that's just if somebody's looking at you and their eyes connect with yours. 
They're talking about deeper levels of communication when they're nonverbal communication, communicating without words, but through the use of their eyes. Or that, oh, um, my husband following a stroke, and this is his first step in the rehabilitation process, um, he wanted to hold my hand again, which before he was just a bit shut off and a bit muted, and now he reached to hold my hand on a walk. And um, now he can process better um, when his granddaughter calls him on a Skype call. He can process what she's saying better and give her not only a verbal response, but also when on video, he can give her the nonverbal cues of safety that keep that bonding and connecting going. Um, so it is absolutely um, the, one of the joys of my job, my daily activities, is to um, listen to the caregivers express the changes that a five-day listening protocol can do for a system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet it must be quite rewarding right to hear you know some of these you know um you know clients who probably have um, not been given much you know opportunity or options within their conventional system or you know really they're they're um you know they're probably limited in kind of their understanding of what, what kind of improvement they can attain and it just must be yes. so so fun right to just yes. do this work and to see people really you know come to life and so so you did this was um you know you did a great job with explaining, you know, Dr. Porges's work. It's quite complex. He has wonderful, you know, books, the polyvagal theory. I, I read about, I listen about, and, you know, I still am, you know, trying to really integrate into my understanding of, you know, the complexity of the vagus nerve. But I think that, you know, these keys to safety and also, um, you know, basically releasing trauma and reconnecting, um, are, you know, what you're sharing. And I think that's, a it, it makes so much sense in the way that you're describing it. Um, and so, so what in, I just want people to also understand, you know, with your, you know, your company that you work with people over the phone and you help support them through these modalities, um, and kind of rotate them and help them integrate them in their home environment. So they're able to heal and recover, um, you know, in their home. And um, I, I'm, I'm, am I getting that correctly? Yes, yes, absolutely. So once we found um, the tools and these protocols that were making such amazing life changes, we had to find a way to give more people access to it. So we, you know, in the typical OT mind, I thought I had to save the world. So I'm going to save the world by opening up more brick and mortars, right? Like I needed more clinics. And so I'll just have a clinic in every city. And of course we went off on that journey and we started opening up clinics, but we found ourselves almost like its own sensory system, just overwhelmed with the logistics of that. And it really wasn't bridging the gap of serving more people. So that's when we looked into the telemedicine platform and uh, to our knowledge, we are the first OT telemedicine company that services all 50 states nationwide. And um, this way, someone could call from um, another state and we can ship the modalities to your home. We um, schedule a phone call or a video conference. Conference. I help you open the box. I teach you how to put it together. I teach you how to use it. Um, I begin to teach you like I, and the caregivers like I would the therapists who are working in my clinic to provide the same therapy to the children or adults, I teach the caregivers um, because there are so many of us who can't even, you know, uh, leave the home. Um, My husband and I spent easily four years 
um, you know, 24 hour medical care because it wasn't only for my son, but I had a daughter who I guess we just got lucky and won the type one diabetic lottery. But Mm -hmm. um, then we had two children under the age of five Mm -hmm. requiring 24 hour medical care. So that type of experience really does um, um, put you on a trajectory to find the best tools and the best way to help um, with a perspective of um, just growth and, um, you know, no ceiling whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. And, you know, with the work that I do and kind of the mission that I do, we see people from all over the country and even out of the country and, you know, they travel to come see us. And well, we, we also want to support people in more communities. I mean, I think this is, um, yeah, just brilliant on your part in that, you know, it's a great time probably too, in that there's the, there are these technologies that you can ship and that you can, you know, um, you know, have, you know, it's affordable to have in people's homes. So I, I think that's brilliant on your part, Carol. So yeah, yeah, kudos to you, you know, and so, you know, we talked about the integrated listening system. And then you mentioned, you know, the alpha stim, and you touched on it. But you know, it's this whole idea of, you know, maybe just kind of a one on one of brain waves and kind of how looking at the brain waves and kind of creating more regulation and um, you know, with, with brainwave, especially the alpha waves can help with um, recovering from trauma and depression and anxiety. So um, can you share a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so the alpha stem is a beautiful tool that I wish I would have had during those, those very difficult time when we couldn't leave the house. Um, you know, because you can just put, take these little ear clips and they have some conduction fluid. They clip on your ears. Um, you're in control of the settings. Um, so you can set it higher or lower. Um, we teach you how to use the different settings for the outcome that you're looking for. Um, it uses this very um, periodic but slow um, DC current and a patented waveform um, that you don't build a resistance to, meaning that it's not like, you know, you'll use this for a while and then it kind of stops um, having its efficacy. Um, It's not true. Actually, it continues every time. And with my use of it now, after six years, um, it is a neuroplastic tool as well, meaning it is training the brain to produce its own alpha waves, right? So the alpha waves are the ones that combat anxiety, insomnia, and depression, with chronic illnesses, dear goodness, you know, who doesn't tap into any of those Mm -hmm. and who couldn't use some situational relief without a pharmaceutical um, that, you know, was interfering with my ability to care for my children and for others. So that wasn't a good choice long term. Um, So the alpha waves is, um, it's just so easy to use. And the ear clips allow for the current to travel all over the brain. Um, It can be, it can decrease the amount of pain that a person is experienced by increasing the endorphins. Um, serotonin pathways are activated um, and you just get reduced cortical activation so that just that hyper brain spinning of ideas um, really can um, slow it down. Um, but it's, it's, it's in just a natural way that is a, a, a good fit for your brain and your body because it's your own alpha waves. And um, essentially uh, it trains your brain to recognize, hey, wait a minute, (laughs) I know these brain waves, I can produce them myself. And so many of us, you know, uh, with the trauma and all the circumstances, you just get so overwhelmed that the brain just gets disorganized from from the chronic situation that you're in. So a tool like this um, is beautiful, so powerful 
that um, we have um, some precious uh, friends that we've been working with. And unfortunately, um, her um, youngest child passed away. Mm-hmm. And I went to, they invited me to the funeral. And of course I went. And one of the first, th- the first thing they said to me uh, when I came into the church was, um, thank you so much for coming. And thank you for giving me the alpha stem. Mm. It is really helping us. And I just looked at them and I was so humbled by the power of this gift that it was helping them through the most difficult time maybe ever mm. for them. And um, that's the power of it. And it's used for during the day when you're awake. Um, but then, you know, um, for me, my brain is, is, is like a, um, is like a, a, a car and it will go a hundred miles an hour. And it's very, you know, it's, I'm, I'm working. My regulatory system is much better after using all of our protocols, but sometimes it's just, um, I have difficulty shutting it off. So at nighttime, I just put the ear clips on and I knock the dials a little bit higher than it would be during the day. And uh, the timer starts going backwards and I, I drift into sleep. Um, I wake up with a, a much better uh, rest, a restorative sleep. And I have maybe have still have the ear clips on, but the, the alpha stim unit's off and I take it off and I go off in my day usually starting with some humming or singing because my, my brain was just resting and softened um, and was healing. And it, it really is, can be a gift, um, especially when struggling with chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. And sleep is so important, right, for the health of the brain, as we know, um, mm-hmm. the glymphatic system and, you know, how our brain really needs that time to repair and restore and to self-clean. And so I think that's so important. So, no, that's a, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's a great, um, you know, therapy. And I've heard of the alpha stim over the years, but it's not anything I have de- dove into. So I'm, I'm really, really excited to dive into that more. So many of my patients have anxiety and, you know, it's multifactorial, but they need not non-pharmaceutical tools to get through their in, through their anxiety. And then Carol, you have a few more tools, right? Um, that you work with, with people. Um, what are some other tools that, and therapeutics that you have people do um, as part of your program? So zone one is what we call the sensory motor zone. It has sound frequencies between zero and 750 hertz. Um, that's where we build that brain-body connection. Um, it improves balance, rhythm, coordination, body awareness, um, sense of direction, and you'll see an improvement in behavior, emotional regulation as well. Just by providing these lower frequencies in the way that it is delivered, very organizing to the central nervous system and provides a beautiful base from which we can build other higher cognitive skills on top of it, such as in zone two, which is between 750 and 3000 hertz, that's where the speech and language bandwidths are. And that's where phonetic decoding is. This is the folder that is changing IQ points, not measured by myself, but measured by independent third parties that give us the before and after scores. That is in that folder that children are gaining years worth of language arts and math skills. Um, I do not teach language arts and I do not teach math. What we do is we organize the brain so it has the highway paths of efficiency between the areas of the brain that allow for that information to be received 
store to where it needs to be, and then retrieve for either written, verbal, or nonverbal output. So um, it's fascinating what you can build um, with the use of sound frequencies. And then we can move into zone three, which is a uh, even higher. And um, in that zone, that's where mental energy, motivation, enthusiasm, creativity, executive functioning, memory, concentration, attention. I mean, uh, this, that is the, 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 just this, this beautiful um, higher cognitive organization that not everybody um, is able to reach or is, has even thought they've been capable of that because usually, you know, you, you, you've either been dealt genetics or your circumstances and you just kind of, well, that's just the way you either got lucky and, and you got some academics and some athletic ability and maybe got super lucky and you also had social skills wow, you get the trifecta. Um, and you were either lucky. And then those of us who weren't, um, you were just given compensatory strategies or tutors or, or ways to um, compensate for the, the lack of it. But um, nowadays, what we do is we just identify where the areas of deficit are, and then we build connections where there aren't any, or they are inefficient ones. And then we just watch um, how their system organizes. And then the, uh, the purpose for that person and the the real character and personalities begin to bubble to the surface once you can organize and soothe the system and we use sound frequencies um, and it's it's just very exciting um, to be working in this space right now mm-hmm. absolutely and so you know I have some you know more you know of course questions but I don't want to miss any technologies that we haven't comfort is there anything else that you use in your treatment approach or you know that kind of box of therapeutics that you send to people when they work with you um, technology wise, we also have, um, the dream pad that uses the same technology with the sound frequencies and bone conduction. Um, but that is set for specifically the parasympathetic nervous system, which is quite luxurious, really that I were able to, Oh, well, we're just going to address the parasympathetic with this sound <laughs> frequency. I mean, that's just, that's just, it's just exciting, um, that we can be this specific. Um, and that's, that's a beautiful tool as well. Um, um, but another um, very important piece in that it's definitely not just modalities, um, it is the protocols as well and how we care for the clients and how we use a bottom-up approach in the rehabilitation of the human system. So um, essentially, we do a, a lot of work with uh, uh, reflex integration. Um, I've had training with Svetlana Muscatova, and um, we teach um, the parents and we help to connect uh, how to identify uh, whether or not um, an individual still has these very primitive, restrictive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reflex patterns that are affecting not only physical development, but as well as social and emotional as well. Um, so we can assess, uh, uh, it's like a the cliff notes to a neurological snapshot that we would, uh, an extensive full evaluation in the clinic we can't do exactly all of that in the telemedicine platform. So we took the, the cliff notes and we prioritize um, some very uh, typical neurological tags that we can test for and then customize um, not only their listening program, but then their neural exercises that we can do to further accelerate uh, development and healing in the human. 
No, that's fascinating. And this is the idea of, you know, that we have these primitive reflexes that come and then they should disappear as we go through different developmental you know, mm-hmm. phases. And so for some people, they, um, they, we, they still retain those primitive reflexes and then that can give you an area or a window into where to treat. Is that correct? Am I understanding yes. that just for the, you know, everyone yes, who's listening? Very well said. Absolutely. And, um, the trend for whatever reason, you know, that's the, I think that might be another podcast, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> the correlation of the trends of why we still have these retained reflexes. But, um, back when I was in school, um, they taught us about retained reflexes and development. And then pretty much they just explained, well, they get integrated into the central nervous system. You really won't see them again unless, you know, you're in a motor vehicle accident or you have a stroke. And then you can understand how deep into the brain the insult went by based upon different reflexes that were re-expressed. But they didn't tell anyone, nobody was really taught about what happens if they never integrate in the mm. first place. Mm. So what reflex integration is is, is a cornerstone of, of what we do because so much of development is dependent upon the integration of them. And they you're right, they, they are expressed in a certain order, they're integrated in a certain order, they build off of each other, they release in a way to allow for further development in other areas. And we're seeing, um, we do see a correlation, um, um, lots of friends, uh, if you're born via cesarean section, I just go ahead and start rolling you into our reflex integration um, exercises mm-hmm. because there's some research about if the individual is um, is not allowed to fight through the birth canal and go mm-hmm. through that process, that it, does, that it doesn't send, if you remove that, it doesn't send the signal to the central nervous system that, hey, I'm being born mm-hmm. um, and then this, th- these next pieces should happen next. So instead, they're just they're they're born. Um, they're taken from the body, and they, there's nothing that told the system to start integrating them. Mm-hmm. So um, it's okay. We identify them. We put our friends through a series of exercises, and then we start integrating them. And so you do reflex integration work with the use of these modalities as an accelerant. And, and, and we're off to the races. It's just, you know, hey, how are you feeling today? And, and tell me what's, what's going on for you now. And it's the joy of these stories that every day, um, and like right now, for example, uh, so many of our friends have been with us, have, uh, the end of their school year was tough. Um, and so then they come to us uh, in the summer and they've been doing their heavy lifting with their equipment and they've been doing their exercises. And now we're getting uh, everybody's returning to school and the, 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 the comments that are coming from the caregivers, which is I'm incredibly surprised. My child is tolerating well. He or she didn't cry on the way to school or they weren't totally exhausted when they got home from school. Um, I didn't get a phone call from the teacher. Um, all of these different things and as well the caregivers right so uh, sometimes the person who is struggling is the catalyst that brings all of us together brings the tools into their home and we start caring for the individual who has the most issues but of course we start caring for the caregivers that support this person because they've been carrying the neurological deficits of their family members and the trauma is as much in their body and in their system as it is in their child's or their family members and so so if we have the most powerful tools and protocols in the world, why not use them? And so that has been um, an even um, 
larger gift is that not only are we helping the individual, but we help the entire family begin to feel better and function better. And then they all move together into this next chapter, Mm -hmm. um, which is full of um, goal achievement and excitement and um, and achieving things that they had not thought ever possible. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's just so um, magical, isn't it? To be, you know, um, you know, sitting in the perspective um, that you are, I mean, what a gift to see people get their brains back, right? And what that yes. does to, you know, their whole family. Um, yes. So I have some curiosity. So I um, see a lot of patients with all sorts of different things. And one, um, you know, we do see a lot of patients who've had a history of a head injury or traumatic brain injury. And um have you felt like the the approaches that you have have been successful for for recovering um, people who've gone through traumatic brain injury? Yes, it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, uh, post-concussive syndrome, um, as well as traumatic brain injury, um, it is that's a very clear example of a disorganized brain, or some will call it a broken brain. Um, but the brain, if you leave it that way, yes, it stays broken and disconnected, and you stay in that state of, of dysfunction. Um, and then the brain, if, if you're not doing anything to change it, you just kind of stay in the cyclical pattern and the, and it's to me, it's an opportunity to go in and you start providing this input and it, you know, the brain will build connections around the dead matter or around the mm. insult in the brain. And then what's restored is function. And that is something that, you know, definitely in rehabilitation is just, it just, it just, they don't really talk about it mm-hmm. um, as future growth on the level that we are seeing um, post concussive syndrome. Golly, we are super good with that one. And with traumatic brain injuries, there's so much of, you know, um, after you are, you know, they take care of you and they um, set you up, but then there are these, these mood issues and there's all these other strange uh, levels Mm -hmm. of, of um, disassociation from the body and from the system that happen that can be, that can be seen right away, which would make sense, you know, right after the trauma, but years later, especially with the post-concussive, um, we're getting lots of teenagers um, and young moms who these things have happened, whether it was in sports or in motor vehicle accidents, and they just um, um, were having such a hard time functioning. Um, it was impacting whether it was their reading or memory, um, their regulatory state, right? All of those things, very vagal nerve. We go right in, we calm it with the vagus nerve system, then we reactivate the social portal of the human system. Then we layer in sound frequencies to rebuild the connections in the brain and their life is what comes back. Um, On our website, brainharmony.com, we have uh, video testimonies. We have quotes from physicians with traumatic brain injury who Mm -hmm. have used these tools um, to rehabilitate themselves. And um, it's just just a a wonderful time to be alive with the advancements of technology. And, And for the work that you do as well, our friends that make the most recovery or the the highest gains um, is when they combine the work that that I do with the reorganization of the brain with 
with the functional biomedical approach um, that you are doing. So I think that together, you know, this is in such a great opportunity for so many that are suffering and feel like they don't have a lot of answers and feel like, um, you know, there's not a lot of hope and they are um, without many choices. Um, it's just not the space to stay in. So share share our information with your friends and family that are suffering because it does, it, it hurts my feelings, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that people don't have access to us. Mm-hmm. So everyone is so grateful. They just, you know, there's just, gosh, I wish I would have found you, you know, 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. um, it is is just wonderful that you've invited us here to share this perspective with yours. Mm, no, absolutely. And I think it's that integration, you know, we have a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And then, you know, it's like combining these technologies and ther- these therapeutics with the, you know, the biochemical and the physical things and, you know, alleviating the stressors that we know how to do. Um, you know, I think that, you know, that's like the perfect synergy, you know, mm-hmm. And so, and I have, I guess one other, you know, just, just, I'm thinking about a bunch of my patients actually, as we, you know, do, you know, as the, we have this conversation. And so how about, um, you know, there's this kind of, um, more, you know, increased in, um, I would say young children, um, even young adolescents too, with pandas or pans, this mm-hmm. kind of inflammation that happens in their brain, either post strep infection, or it can be other infections, but have you worked a lot with, uh, pans or pandas or these neurological tics um, that can develop as well, um, you know, as a result. Yes, yes. And uh, yes, unfortunately, we are seeing um, a rise in that as well, right? We service friends across the country. So we have our finger on uh, the pulse of of what's happening to the younger generation. And we are seeing lots of motor tics. We're seeing lots of the pain. We're seeing a lot of um, that. And so, of course, we've treated friends with the use of these protocols um, to improve that. Um, as well as some that that have these staring spells that they might think are potentially seizures um, that just this this the, the staring into space piece um, that we're seeing a lot of as well um, so they come through these programs we will expose the the brain and the neurological system with these tools as I've explained and for some it was the, the way that we organize the system that um, resolves the majority of their tics. Mm-hmm. So that does happen. Um, but it also will help with the brain just being able to manage it with this um, dysregulation or maybe it's viral based, right? So mm-hmm. I can't change um, the processing of that. That's going to be something more that, that you could help with, but mm-hmm. I can change the system all around it to help it be more resilient in managing um, this this um, dysregulation that's been introduced to the body. Um, so um, that is a part and you can understand why something with um, the vagus nerve that is calming, um, that can be calming to the system can be helpful when you're trying to to weed your way through some of these unusual type or it's not unusual anymore but these these this um these types of concerns with the ticks and the pandas and and things of that nature 
No, I, I think there's a lot of uh, potential with combining what you're doing with what we're doing and kind of in a really more integrated of approach. You know, that's the integrative medicine that I'd like to see, you know, so I am, um, uh-huh. no, I'm really excited to, you know, just learn from you today, Carol. And I, um, I know a lot, you've um, probably piqued a lot of people's curiosity who are listening today. And so how can people find out more about your work and your company and how do people learn about working with you? Absolutely. Uh, brainharmony.com. We've uh, our mutual friend that has connected us has also um, just just beautifully laid out and made our services so much more accessible um, to others. So our website is beautiful. Um, it's an it expression really is. of yeah. our, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he did a great amazing. job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really does allow for, you know, the joy of what we experience can be yours as well. And it shows these stories and walks you through. Um, and you can, uh, the best way to get in touch with this is to schedule a consultation with us. Um, you can do it online. Um, you just press the consultation link when you get onto our website. It also has our 888 number if you prefer to speak directly to a human immediately. Um, but when you do press on that scheduling link, it'll, um, you'll get myself or you'll get my business partner, who is also my sister mm-hmm. and a hospital administrator, um, who is really brought this to scale. So um, when she started working with me, I was servicing 30 clients um, and <laughs> doing all, all the accounting and all the therapy and all the hiring. It was a lot. Yep. Um, and then when she came uh, and saw what we were doing and joined us, she really you know streamlined um, our processes and made this accessible on, on a mass scale. So you will get her we will um, find out what your major needs are, and then we'll set you up with um, the tools that you need, and then we'll get you on my schedule, and I'll help you get started. Oh, well, no, that's wonderful, and you have a beautiful website and so much, you know, um, so many wonderful things to, you know, share and help people with, and I'm just so excited that I got to know you today, Carol, so thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's been my pleasure, really. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Carol. Please check out her website, brainharmony.com. She is really doing a unique service to help us heal our brains. And she has a wonderful model where she will guide you through the tools and therapeutics that she has found to be effective. And part of why I love Carol's work and having her on this on the podcast at this time is that we are getting ready to launch her summit, the Body Electric Summit. It's a conversation about energy, frequency, and vibrational healing. That's going to be live October 7th through the 13th. Please check out the link in the show notes. And we're going to be going in deeper into this conversation of how we can use things like sound and vibration and frequencies and energy to really restore our health. So check it out and let me know what you think. And thank you so much for your support.